0: or 10 minutes in length. So if you don't have time to throw back an entire caffeinated career conversation, these K-Cup mini episodes of t for c can give you a quick caffeinated fix, whether you're on the go or you only have a few minutes to binge. So grab your mug and take a chug, cause it's time for a caffeinated career double shot K-Cup with my guest, Steve Hers. So let's flashback. To when you were in college, Steve, you went to the University of Michigan, which, P.S., is one of the top schools in the country, and you majored in political science. Did you know what you wanted to do with that degree when you graduated?
1: No, I had no earthly idea. I was a guy who went to the University of Michigan for two reasons. One, I wanted to be a sports journalist. I was the editor of my high school newspaper sports department, and I wrote a local column in the local Long Island newspaper. And I think if you ran into guys I went to high school with to this day, they'd say, oh, what newspaper does he write for, you know? So that's what I went to Michigan for. And I also went there because I had two older brothers that were there, and it was a school that I frankly fetishized. I loved the fight song and the football team. And then after two years of college, I realized I didn't want to be a sports writer anymore. So I kind of had a midlife crisis at the age of 20.
0: Well, there's a great data point for you. You're probably aware of this, but 75% of college students change their majors while they're in school.
1: All right. I'm in the majority.
0: You are in the majority.
1: I'd never heard that before. Thank you.
0: Yeah. So you went straight into law school. You went from Michigan to Vanderbilt University and you graduated with your JD what was your first job at of school when you graduated, and how did you get it, Steve?
1: Well, I worked as a summer associate at this law firm in 1990 for Curtis mallet Prevot. It was a school that recruited on campus after my first year at Vanderbilt. And I got the job through that on-campus recruiting. And this is the story I recount in my book, the summer of 1990. At the end of that summer, the partner who ran the, the program, the managing partner at the firm, pulled me aside and he said look, you know, it's a very big thing to give someone an offer, which is the norm that you would have a job coming out of school after that summer. And he said, we're not giving you a job. We don't think you should be a lawyer. We think that you're just really not cut out for this. And that is where my life took another traumatic turn at the age of 24, when I realized I really shouldn't become a lawyer. And then I went and got my first job really in the talent business was working for a small agency on Long Island called Play Pro Sports Management. And that company really didn't get off the ground, it was a a fledgling operation. And then this girlfriend that I had in law school, her best friend worked at a company called Athletes and Artists, and she made an introduction to the boss there. And I met this guy, Art Kaminsky, and he hired me in 1992, and that was really my first job in the agent world.
0: Well, I just want to pick up on the schmuck who told you that you shouldn't be a lawyer. Because, I mean, first of all, I call him a schmuck, but maybe he did you a huge
1: favor. No, 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 no. He is the furthest thing from a schmuck. I have to defend him. His name is Turner Smith. And I hadn't seen him in 30 years, by the way, Andrea. I reached out to him in February when the book was coming out. And we ended up going to lunch at the Yale Club. And I thanked him profusely. I think he's one of the greatest people that I've ever met in my life. He did something that nobody would do. He totally really got to know me. He knew this wasn't the right field for me, and he had the courage to be honest with me. He really did, and I think he's a hero. I wish there were more people like him. So this this is
0: really to the title of your book. Don't take yes for an answer. He
1: gave you the no. He did, he did, and he didn't have to. He could've just bullshitted me. He could've just given me some bullshit, perfunctory language like, you know what, Steve? We just didn't have space for you, you're great. It wasn't you, it was us. Our business is taking a downturn. He could have said anything to me, but he didn't. He was brutally honest with me in a very, very kind, decent way. And he changed my life, thankfully.
0: Thanks for tuning in to this K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. If you want to listen to our entire caffeinated career conversation, please check out the show notes for this episode.